On April 4, it was announced that India's largest housing finance corporation, HDFC Limited, will be merged with the largest private sector bank in the country, HDFC Bank, to create an entity with a combined balance sheet of 17.87 lakh crore and a net worth of 3.3 lakh crore. Hamsini, Chief Research Analyst, Business Line Research Bureau, tells us more on what this would mean for investors and customers of the two entities now and down the line. Welcome to BL Podcast. Thanks so much. HDFC Limited and HDFC Bank merger. What does this mean for investors of both entities? Do they stand to gain or lose through this merger? So any merger by definition is supposed to result in 2 plus 2 being greater than 5. Okay. Uh, in HDFC and HDFC Bank's case, the synergy is a lot more. So 2 plus 2 is probably more than even 8 in this particular case. And here's why. Let me look at what it means to the holding company or HDFC Limited to begin with. HDFC Limited is only a mortgager. That is, it primarily does home loans. Initially, there was a period about 5-6 years back where it had a much higher developer loan book, which is loans given to builders. Over a period of time, because of the risk that is entailed there and uh, the constraints that they had in terms of asset quality and all that, they've ensured that they increase their retail presence more than the wholesale presence. So basically, HDFC targets people like you and me to give a home loan. And that is their primary bread and butter. The flip side to it is that when you look at a financier, you would want to possibly uh, uh, make a lot of money out of the uh, cash you want to deposit with them buy other loan products like let's say a personal loan a small overdraft facility and stuff like that this as a customer wasn't possible with hdfc limited post the merger as a customer i will get an access to a wide bouquet of products and that is what is synergy that hdfc limited will gain from the merger with the bank. Bank is a larger entity with an ability to lend more, lend different varieties of products and probably help you save your uh, deposits also in a more beneficial manner. Now let's come to what it means for the bank. Now HDFC Bank is the largest retail bank in India. At least it was the largest retail bank in India until a year or so back. It's now losing the position to ICICI, but that's a different story. What was not there in HDFC Bank, which was really there in other uh, banks and which really made their retail book look a little better than HDFC Bank, was the home loan portfolio. Right now, the home loan uh, business at HDFC Bank does is largely acquiring or buying out loans from HDFC Limited. This is through a contract that both parties have. They've been having this contract since the time that possibly bank came into existence and um, and so on. But the, the key takeaway is that the bank is not at the commanding position in terms of saying that this is the rate at which I want to offer home loans or this is the customer set that I want to cater to. With the merger, that problem is getting addressed now. So essentially, HDFC bank will do the home loan business just like how an ICICI bank or an access bank or any other bank will do. Treat it like its own company and have its own set of terms and conditions, uh, risk uh, management uh, tools to evaluate a customer and so on. So that is the largest advantage for HDFC Bank. From 11% share of home loans uh, to their total book, it jumps drastically to 33%. 
what does this mean for customers and the various customer segments is there anything for the hdfc bank customers i explained previously what it means for uh, the customers of hdfc limited now what is also happening is that customers of hdfc bank need not be uh, by default customers of hdfc limited that was what it was until today so for instance if i take a personal loan from hdfc bank and usually hdfc bank personal loan rates are very competitive if the benchmark rate or the usual running rate in the market is let's say 12% hdfc will offer you somewhere at 11 and a half 11.25 and all that provided you have a decent credit history and you've transacted with the bank very often in the past but what was missing out as a customer for me was that uh, i'm able to take a personal loan i'm able to take a car loan but i'm not able to take a home loan at a competitive rate the reason being nbfcs generally offer home loans at a slightly higher rate compared to that of banks the dynamics at play is a little different for nbfcs compared to banks and which is why you find the rate difference to be uh, a little uneven or a little higher for nbfcs and lower for banks now this structure might work for the next couple of many years because india is today accommodating a low interest rate stance and we may continue with the stance for a long time which means that nbfc rates for a home loan will always be at least 25 basis points higher than that of what it would be for a bank now when the gap is so much as a customer of hdfc bank i do not stand to gain so much if i were to go to hdfc limited for a loan and i moved out of the bank's fold for one product and my new home loan generally tend to be very sticky you don't go shopping uh, every year like okay one person is giving me at 6.75 this year the other one is giving me at 6.7 let me shop for that 0.5 differential it doesn't move so much so these are very sticky loans with high tenure and therefore the quality of retention of these loans is going to be very high for hdfc bank going forward it's important that they start targeting the segment if they want to get back in full force in the retail market so as a customer of the bank then it now allows me to uh, finish my entire shopping for loan products from within one bank itself i don't have to reach out to multiple avenues for a loan asset any longer that's what it means for the bank customers how does this merger look for hdfc limited and how long is the merger likely to be completed see on the face of it limited is set to gain a lot more than what the bank will gain uh why so because limited right now was working at a higher cost of funds closer to 6% banks typically work at 5% or in hdfc banks case a little lower than even 5% cost of funds so merging with the bank means that uh, their borrowing costs are definitely going to come down that is one uh number 2 as i said earlier uh, customers of limited and uh, the port- the ability of hdfc limited therefore to draw more customers or to retain more customers will increase over a period of time compared to what it is today this is the main advantage for hdfc limited and plus uh, since they have access to you know low cost funds like casa deposits current account savings account deposits and all that it ensures that a uh, customer is retained in a particular setup for almost the rest of his life so for instance if i am an existing hdfc limited customer and my loan account moves into the bank obviously i would be uh, 
possibly looking at moving my current account deposits or my savings account deposits also to the bank. My other loan products also, if the bank is willing to give me at a more competitive date, I'll want to move it to the HDFC uh, bank uh, brand. So uh, that way for HDFC Limited, it's a lot of gains. Um, but having said that, when you do the math on a very rough basis, my uh, um, book value per share of HDFC Limited right now works out to 600 plus. Post-merger, the number falls down to 400 odd, which means that while on one side I'm benefiting by the cost, on the other side, it is the same lower cost which is going to eat into my overall profitability also. So that reset is there in financials. Um, as far as uh, the duration of the merger and all that is concerned, right now it's been told that it, the process may take about 14 to 18 months. So expect it to conclude by next fiscal, that is FY24. Um, there are a lot of regulatory uh, um, sanctions that have to come in, regulatory go-aheads go that have to come in in this case. It's not just the RBI that has to take a call. There is IRIDA involved and then there is SEBI involved. Uh, you have to go to the courts for a lot of clearances. So 18 to 24 is just, I'm sorry, uh, 14 to 24 is just probably the upper cap. Expect a little more uh, uh, time to get consumed in the process because some of, the, uh, some of these things could go back and forth. Is this merger likely to benefit HDFC Bank in any way? And if not, why? So, like I said earlier, any merger is supposed to benefit both parties. Here, the benefit to HDFC Bank is definitely there. It's not that the merger is at a detriment or as at a disadvantage to the bank. But there are two aspects to it. The whole portion about uh, the home loan book coming and uh, getting merged with the bank's book and therefore the portfolio structure going in for an alteration and all that, it's a long drawn process in the sense these will work to the bank's advantage over a slightly longer period of time. If we have to take a short term view on the merger, it could be at a slight detriment to the bank. The reason being that when you're elevating from an NBFC to a bank, there are certain regulatory reserve ratios that sort of kick in. It's called the cash reserve ratio and the statutory liquidity reserve ratio. Both are to be carved out out of the existing book, which means that there is a carrying cost that will accrue to both the reserves that are getting now created or rather that will get created once HDFC Limited's books gets merged into the bank books. Now, this is going to entail a certain cost. Why is it detrimental for HDFC Bank? HDFC Bank has always worked on very high profitability levels. 4% is its, is its net interest margins or NIMS. 4% is like the benchmark for the industry. There are very few people who are near about that 4% mark. And the reason why HDFC Bank is an investor's favorite is because of its ability to generate very high profitability. Now, this will be tested in the near term. Because there is a carrying cost for statutory uh, reserves to be maintained and kept going forward, there, it's going to eat into the profit and profitability subsequently. So one must be expecting a certain amount of reduction in NIMS to happen. Right now, it's pegged at somewhere around 0.75 to a percent. There is another aspect also that we need to consider. HDFC Limited's books are not a very high yielding book compared to that of HDFC Bank. 
reason being hdfc limited is a single product company and there is there are restrictions with respect to pricing as well so the nims for hdfc limited thus far has been around the range of 3 and a half 3.6% when that sort of a portfolio merges into a 4% portfolio obviously a nim rebalance cannot be avoided so that way in a near term i would say the merger is not going to be so much of a benefit to the bank but that said it's not easy to come to a 18 lakh crore loan book organically hdfc may have to slug it out possibly for the next 4 5 years to reach that number and that comes with a certain risk of uh, how the asset quality is going to be are you going to compromise growth for the sake of asset quality and so on and so forth it, it, it's going to be a very tight uh, a tight rope walk a lot of decisions to be made uh, that way merging or getting a known devil to come into your book is a lesser pain and this transient uh, uh, higher costs or um, hit on profitability that i was mentioning about it's probably worth taking given that organically it's going to be a lot more difficult so how have the markets reacted to the news and how is it likely to pan out in the coming months so yesterday we saw both the stocks react very jubilantly both were up almost 10% each today we are seeing a bit of correction coming through last time i checked both stocks were down by about 2 to 1/2% so expect that you know post yesterday's run up and rally that happened there will be a little more softening in terms of expectations in terms of market prices and all that because over a period of time the jubilance has to settle down somewhere right so that's one aspect and the, you you can expect a little bit of rebounding to happen over the next couple of days or weeks also this is on one side on the other side as i said before hdfc bank and hdfc limited are investor favorite stocks and they've been favorites for the last so many years like at least 6 7 years i've i've known them to be like there in everybody's portfolios whether it's foreign investors or domestic investors now as an independent entity it was not a very difficult call to take I, anybody could take up to 10 10% each uh, stake in both the both the companies once they combined i will have to look at what is their weight to weight of the two stocks to my portfolio on a combined basis right so then there will be a possibility for across many investors institutional investors specifically uh, both domestic and foreign that the combined weightage of the two stocks breaches the permissible level which sebi has now recommended it's a 10% now therefore there will be a little bit of accentuated selling pressure because fund houses domestically and abroad will want to prune their portfolio to ensure that the combined weightage of both the stocks fits into the regulatory requirement so apart from yesterday's jubilance that we saw over a period of time the jubilance has to reduce and will reduce for fundamental and technical reasons as well thank you hamsini for your insights on the hdfc hdfc bank merger thanks so much siddarth and until next time this is siddarth signing off